0: And remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Well, hello there, Permission Nation. My name is Charles Speck. I am the host here of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. It is great to be with you. And look. I'm actually now recording this episode a couple of days after Christmas, and it is going to be going live on January 3rd, 2022. This is an important time because I'm going to have something that's going to be unveiled to the insurance community that has to do with some LinkedIn training. And so this is going to be actually published on Monday on January 3rd, and that is the day I'm opening up. A digital course, which is called 12x your book with LinkedIn, 12x your book with LinkedIn. And the entire LinkedIn course is going to be able to teach you a lot of the things that you need to do in order to be able to build a $1 million or more book of business. And so what I'm going to do both in this podcast, as well as the one that's going to come out on Thursday is that I'm going to be talking to you about two different aspects on LinkedIn that you should be doing for your entire LinkedIn strategy. Okay, so this isn't going to be a sales podcast or anything like that. I'm actually going to teach you, if you will, a little bit about the things that you want to do for LinkedIn so that you can actually utilize LinkedIn as a major strategic prospecting platform going forward in 2022. Now look, there's over 800 million users on LinkedIn, 800 million users, a lot of them A very large number of them are actual business owners, and there's even a a significantly larger number of those who are users that have a lot of influence in the actual purchasing process for insurance. All of these people have a lot to do with deciding who is going to be the insurance agent they do business with, right? So there is a lot of opportunity for you, a tremendous amount of opportunity for you. There is a, there's a very real sense in which LinkedIn is an underutilized secret when it comes to actually prospecting for new business as far as insurance agents are concerned. There is a tremendous amount of B2B prospecting and winning, frankly, that you can be doing on LinkedIn. But unfortunately, the vast majority of insurance agents out there do not have what I would consider a strategic process for prospecting with LinkedIn. They might use LinkedIn, but they really don't use it for prospecting new business. They might use it to kind of chit-chat and communicate with other people in the insurance business, maybe people from their agency or sales managers or just even other insurance agents that are around, friends, you know, uh, people that are just peers and so forth. But they're really not using LinkedIn in a way that's going to put gold in their pocket. I really, truly believe that you could no doubt write $100,000 of new business revenue this year just by specifically utilizing LinkedIn. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of it. Uh, Frank, I think you can probably do a whole lot more than that if you really begin to use it wisely. And so, in this first part uh, on these two uh, podcast episodes that we're going to be doing this week, talking about the 12x your book using with LinkedIn, 12x your book with LinkedIn, there, I'm going to break this up into two, two parts. This first part is going to be dealing with your, your profile aspect. Whereas on the second episode that I'll do here in a few days, is that that one's going to be dealing with your content strategy. All right. So the first one that we're going to deal with today is about your profile. It's going to be about figuring out your intent of usage, how to set up your profile. The next one that we do, we're going to talk about the actual content strategy on how to get these prospects really interested in doing business with you going forward. So let's dive into this. The actual aspect about setting up your LinkedIn profile question Is your LinkedIn profile, for all intents and purposes, An online resume. If your profile, if you were to sort of take a step back and look at your LinkedIn profile, if it comes across like an online resume, you're doing it wrong. You're using it wrong. Your resume, if you will, shouldn't be your LinkedIn profile. Your LinkedIn profile should be used to be able to attract your prospects to you. Frankly, if we have our content strategy working the way that we want, then what's going to happen is our prospects are going to be clicking on our profile. When they're clicking on our profile, they're much more likely then to want to start following us, to maybe even interact with us, to communicate with us. And so that's really kind of what we have to be focusing on. There's no doubt that you could probably have hundreds of clicks onto your profile on a monthly basis so that people are taking a look at it, your potential prospects. If you set up your profile correctly, then actually fuel it with your content strategy, you're going to have a lot of your prospects start clicking on your LinkedIn profile to check you out. I know this to be the case. Without question. Personally, I get close to about fifteen hundred clicks on my LinkedIn profile every single month. Then the vast majority of these are going to be insurance agents who are clicking on it to kind of find out what I'm about and so forth. And that's kind of how it's set it up by design. So I want you to think about your profile. Now we're going to kind of like we're going to kind of move around here a little bit because there's a lot of different things that you have to do if you're going to actually set up your LinkedIn profile to write to write new business, if you're going to build your book of business. But we're going to start first just really with the intent. I mean, what do you want to use LinkedIn for? I'm telling you that from, I'm looking at it from this perspective of prospecting for new business, but maybe, maybe you're not necessarily wanting to do that. Maybe you would prefer, maybe you're an agency principal, a CEO or something like that, who is an owner of the agency, and what you really don't want to do is necessarily set it up for prospecting, but what you want to do is actually recruit new members to your agency. Find new producers, find new account managers, things like that. So maybe your design for, for LinkedIn, the intent of it, isn't necessarily a prospect, but to recruit. If that is indeed your intent, if you are trying to actually recruit new people to your agency, then your entire profile needs to be set up for that. Again, not an online resume. Nobody is here trying to check out your resume. There is no value in you having your LinkedIn profile as a resume because I just don't care. Nobody's going to want to check out your profile if you come across like another insurance agent that's out there. So the first thing we have to, we have to do is you need to decide what is the actual intent of your LinkedIn strategy. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you going to be using it specifically to prospect new business? Are you going to be using it for recruiting? Are you trying to put out thought leadership content? Whatever it is, that's the first thing. You have to decide what your intent is. And I would tell you that this isn't, this isn't something that you gloss over. When I look at the vast majority of insurance agents that are out there, I tell you, they have no idea what their intent is. When I look at all the people that I'm connected to, and I'm connected to about 16,000 different insurance agents around the country, 16,000 different insurance agents who predominantly are insurance producers. They are in the process and business of selling insurance, and the vast majority of them are independent agents. I would tell you that out of those 16,000, a very small percentage, a very small percentage know what their intent is. When I look at the vast majority of them that I'm connected to, I don't see a lot of content that they're putting out that is geared towards prospecting. What I do see is a lot of content put out by the insurance agents to build relationships with other insurance agents. They are, you know, commenting on one another's stuff. They're kind of putting stuff out there, you know, that, um, you know, that other insurance agents might find useful, interesting things like that. But you know what? The people who are doing that, those people, they're not trying to recruit. Their insurance salespeople, for the most part, they're just really not, they haven't decided what their intent is with LinkedIn. And so they are all over the place. They are not getting results that they want for themselves. And if they're getting any results, it is a, it is a small percentage of what they probably could be accomplishing. So I would tell you that we definitely have to take some time to figure out what your intent is for LinkedIn. Because once you figure out your intent for LinkedIn, then everything else makes a little bit more sense. I would tell you that your intent then is going to dictate who you expect your audience to be. Okay? who you expect your audience to be. There's a lot of things that I'm going to teach over the course of these next couple of podcast episodes as well as in the actual digital course itself, 12X, your book with LinkedIn, but your, your profile is going to dictate what your content is. Your profile is going to be dictated by who you're trying to attract. The intent of what you're using LinkedIn for is going to dictate what type of connections you need to have on LinkedIn. If you are like the vast majority of insurance agents out there, when you were to look at most of the connections that you have, that you have followers and or connections on LinkedIn, most of them are not people outside of the insurance industry. They're just other insurance agents. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that it probably means you haven't really thought about what your intent is. Because it does you no good, literally, it does you no good whatsoever to use LinkedIn for a prospecting tool if the vast majority of the people you're connected to are insurance agents. I mean, makes sense, right? If everybody you're connected to and everybody who's seeing your content are just other people in the insurance business, you're not really using it for prospecting. But maybe you're thinking to yourself, but, but I would like to. I would really like to be able to use it for prospecting. Well, that's going to require then that you change the way you actually use it. Intent of LinkedIn is going to dictate the types of accounts you're going to go after, who you want to connect with. That's then also going to dictate what your profile is going to look like, which is then also going to dictate what your content strategy is going to look like. I guess if I can really think about it this way is that most insurance agents who are out there using LinkedIn right now are in the chicken business, not the insurance business. They're just winging it. They have their, their online resume put together, but they have no strategy for actually trying to write business. And many of them spend a fair amount of time on LinkedIn or with LinkedIn daily, if not weekly. How can I, how can I put this together or maybe maybe make a comparison? I guess to have LinkedIn and to utilize LinkedIn to really, however, not have A process or a strategy to use LinkedIn would be like to spend an hour or two or three each week cold calling with no intent whatsoever on trying to set appointments, just sort of chit-chatting with people to see what's going on. It would be like you calling up, you know, Bob the plumber. Bob, hey, this is Charles. I'm over here. You know, I'm an insurance agent, and you know what? I'm just kind of hanging out, just kind of figuring out what other people are up to in the in the world, and just kind of seeing what you're up to, and eh, just you know, I don't want to meet or anything like that. Just look. If that's what your LinkedIn strategy is like, by comparison, that's what it would look like if you were to take a look at it from the perspective of cold calling. You might say, well, I don't like that, Charles. Well, I agree with you. Um, But you're going to have to actually talk to somebody else about it because that's just the way that it is. So the fact is, is we need to actually dictate what our intent is for LinkedIn in order to actually figure out the rest of it. We can't get past the intent. And if we're going to waste time on LinkedIn, then really what you're doing is you're pulling money out of your own pocket because you're not writing as much business over the course of time. And even as I've mentioned in prior podcasts, if you spend one hour a day on things that do not push the needle for revenue, one hour a day for five days, based on 50 weeks in a year, you're actually wasting 42 work days over the course of your year by doing things that are not putting any revenue in your pocket. So if you are wasting time on LinkedIn without really having any goal towards increasing revenue for your organization, then you're you're wasting 42 work days out of your year. Not 42 days, 42 work days out of your year if you're just wasting even an hour on average per day. So the thing is, is that if we're going to use social media, and here we're talking about LinkedIn, if we're going to use specifically LinkedIn, for B2B business purposes or B2C business purposes, then we really need to get intentional about it. So that's really the first thing. What is your intent? If you want to just use it socially, great. I'm not here to say anything's wrong. You just have to be okay with it. You just have to also realize there's consequences to using social media just socially rather than using it for a business purpose. But if you want to use it for a business purpose, if you decide that, you know what, I want to be able to use LinkedIn going forward so that I can get $100,000 of additional revenue above and beyond my other prospecting activities, I want to be able to use LinkedIn as a prospecting tool going forward, then we just have to start getting serious about it. That's really the issue. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. So if you're ready to actually start using LinkedIn as a prospecting tool in order to write more business, I've got good news for you because there is no greater opportunity out there you know, right now to write new business from a business perspective than there is with LinkedIn. The opportunity is tremendous, tremendous. The vast majority of your competition is not using LinkedIn whatsoever. And frankly, those that are using it aren't using it productively. And frankly, they come across as spammy. And so if you can set the bar a little bit higher and actually get a little bit more detailed and strategic in your prospecting, sky's the limit. I mean, frankly, sky's the limit. I've mentioned this in the past, but I personally make over a couple hundred thousand dollars every single year in personal income based upon um, clients that I get specifically from LinkedIn. It can work. It can absolutely work. And I only do it in one little space right now with linked, uh, with insurance agents. I am actually going to be expanding this out in 2022. Um, my word of the year is enhance. I am actually bringing something into focus, into clarity, to intensify, to increase in quality, the value, the power, to augment, to raise the value or price of, to raise something to a higher degree. And so I plan to actually begin to expand out into other other industries other than just insurance. The thing is, is maybe you don't need to expand out. What you need now to do is micro niche. That's the second part I want to talk about right now. Once you decide that you're going to go all in on prospecting, now we have to decide, okay, great. Who is it that we're going to try to attract? You have heard me talk about micro niching numerous times, and I will always continue to talk about it because you need to think bigger while narrowing your focus. Let me say it again. I want you to listen to this. Please do not miss what I'm about to say. You need to start thinking bigger while narrowing your focus. And by narrowing your focus, I mean micro niche. Think bigger while narrowing your focus, going after one class of business. Look, sure, you can write anything, but but as an insurance agent, you will only be able to write so many clients, and then you're going to be done. So you don't need to write business in every single industry. There are ways in which to create your LinkedIn strategy, but you will always get much better results when you go all in. So for me, on my main LinkedIn profile, and I actually have two, I've had three at one time, probably in the next month, a month, I'm going to create another one um, for what I plan to do in regards to uh, 2022 going forward. But, you know, there is, um, there's a very real sense in which if you get singularly focused in one area, you're going to have better success. I could have marketed myself as a sales coach to lots of different industries, but I focused on insurance. That's really where I began to get my my traction, if you will. And so the thing is, is that if you create your entire LinkedIn strategy to be focused in a narrow micro niche and really begin to attract those people, you're going to get a lot of good results. I mean, think about it. How many clients did you get this last year? I'll wait. How many new clients did you write this last year? How many new clients did you win this last year? How many additional new clients could you write from LinkedIn where you would say, you know what? That was a profitable venture that I spent my time with. What if you got, we'll just call it five new clients from your prospecting strategy on LinkedIn this next year. And each of those accounts, let's just say we're $10,000 of annual revenue, 50 grand. $50 additional thousand dollars of new business revenue you could write this next year if you just wrote five accounts at 10 grand of commission based upon a trying to attract that micro-niche business in your overall profile and your content strategy. What if, for the sake of it, um, let's just say you wanted to go after, hmm, let's say you wanted to go after, let me kind of think about something. Let's just say furniture stores okay? Let's say you wanted to go after furniture stores or just even stores in general, okay? But really like have a a little bit more of a a niched area in furniture stores. You could actually create your entire profile to be value-driven towards stores, okay? Talking and having your content strategy being about that type of of business, the, the problems they deal with, hiring practices, everything else that goes along with that, right? You could connect with CEOs and CFOs and other vice presidents of furniture store companies. You could then really start to, to connect with them, get involved in different groups and so forth, and we can reword your entire profile strategy so that you are helping furniture store companies, furniture stores, reduce their expenses and increase their overall profit. What if then you were really targeted like that? You would probably be very attractive to the typical store owner that's out there. If they really saw you as somebody who understood them, who got them, look, when you become micro niche whether it's like anything else, but specifically even here on LinkedIn, what happens is the positive is that the insured sees you as somebody who's in their industry, who really gets them, who understands their business. And so when you really become micro-niched inside one thing in In LinkedIn, they're going to see you as the most obvious choice of which agent to do business with. You would be a better choice because you have a focus in their business, furniture, stores, than any other agent that's out there, anybody else. Literally, hands down, without question, micro-niching is, without question, the best way in which to prospect. And when you do it on LinkedIn, it works really well. Now, Let me put a little parenthesis around this because I can already hear some of you complaining and saying, but Charles, if I go all in on one thing, then I'm not really going to be able to resonate with with people in other industries. Right. But are you resonating with anybody right now? Are you resonating with anything right now? I also hear some people say, well, Charles, like I've got a lot of other clients in other industries. If I decided I want to go all in on furniture stores, what will my other clients think? Let me just tell you this. They won't think anything because they're probably not checking you out. They're probably not looking at your profile because you're probably not right now not using LinkedIn as a way in which to really stay in contact with your clients. I'm just telling you how it is. Most people aren't going to care your clients aren't going to care. You know what your clients are going to be worried about? Are you taking care of them right now? Are you servicing them right now? They're not going to care about what your content strategy is or what your profile looks like on LinkedIn. They're not going to care. But the people who will care are your prospects who are attracted to your micro niche approach. Look, in order to attract, you need to repel. You need to repel the people you don't want in order to attract the people you do want. You do. Absolutely, you do. And again, you don't need to have 10,000 clients. You just need to get your 50. You probably can only handle about 50. Right? I mean, how how many do you have right now? How many do you think you can have over the course of your insurance career? You don't need to worry about everybody. You just need to get your fifty, or get your seventy-five, or your hundred, or whatever your number is. We need to get to that number as quickly as possible, so that you can be making the kind of money that you want to be making. So you must get micro niche. Now, with that said, those two main things are probably the biggest thing, to, biggest hurdles. Before you do anything else, you have to figure out what your intent is for LinkedIn, and then you have to figure out who you're going to try and target. Now, I'll just tell you, I have so many insurance agents who push back on, you trying to go micro niche, whether they're PNC or even health benefits. And usually health benefits, they're the biggest ones because they can write anything, right? I, I get it. I totally get it. But we're using LinkedIn for prospecting. You will get the best results by far if you go micro niched. However, with that said, there are other alternatives. maybe, You can brand yourself as a product expert, as somebody who really understands cyber liability. And all of the exposures that go into cyber liability. Or maybe you can brand yourself as a workers' compensation XMOD reduction specialist. That's someone out there who really understands the XMOD and can go through the worksheet, help companies reduce their XMOD. Maybe with auto liability rates going through the roof, maybe right now you could brand yourself in the auto industry as somebody who really is going after accounts that have a large auto fleet. And so you're going to be helping them understand those exposures and get them down. There's a lot of different things that you can do. You don't have to have it just one industry. You can maybe have it focus on a product, right? Maybe even as a health benefits agent, you can focus on something like just dental. Or maybe you can focus on something in your your strategy on vision or being a medical provider network um, expert, whatever it's going to be. You get to choose. You get to dictate what that's going to be. And let me also just say, by doing that, you're not painting yourself into a corner, You might have something like that even in your normal cold call carrot, your strategy. When you're talking to companies and you're trying to set appointments, you might be talking to them from the perspective of workers' compensation or cyber liability. Maybe that's your in that you're using as your carrot. There's no difference here. What you're trying to do in prospecting is attract somebody so that they will set an appointment with you. That's the same goal here with LinkedIn. We're trying to attract our our prospects so that they will reach out to us and agree to have a conversation with us. You're not only going to write that one policy. You're going to round out the entire account because you're an insurance professional. You want to handle everything. You don't want any part-time clients. You want full-time clients. So you're going to write everything. But the thing is, is what are we going to use as our initial attraction to them? So you have to first decide what your intent is. Then you have to figure out who is the basic person you're trying to attract. Who's your basic prospect? Because that is going to dictate how we set up our profile, how we set up our content strategy, how we set up the type of things we put out there, articles, uh, what type of groups we decide to get into. And so I want you just to think about it. You don't have to come up with, a, with a, uh, you know, an answer right now, but you're going to need to come up with it right away. Why? Because everything else falls under those two things, the intent and the micro niche. If you can't figure out your intent or your micro niche, you're going to be chicken business all over LinkedIn. It's just going to be everywhere, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you're not going to get any revenue from it whatsoever. It is going to become a time suck, a waste of time that is going to actually literally be taking money out of your pocket because you are spending time and not actually getting results. We need to figure out intent. We need to figure out micro niche. When you do that, sky's the limit, frankly, on how much business you can write from LinkedIn. I really, literally, and legitimately believe you can do six-plus figures in new business revenue this next year in 2022 by having a strategic LinkedIn process. The question is, are you going to do something about it? Now, With that said, today is January 3rd as you're listening to this, uh, as this podcast episode, rather, is being um, published today, January 3rd. Today is the day my... Digital course is open. The card is open. You can purchase it now. It opened up today. 12x your book with LinkedIn. 12x your book with LinkedIn. Here's the thing. I am closing the availability to purchase this on January 8th you have the small amount of window from January 3rd to January 8th to purchase this course. The course is going to give you a step-by-step process on what you need to do to actually set all this up. I'm actually going to give you the information. Do this step one. Do this step two. Come up with this paragraph step three. Here's how to actually set up your profile. All of these things are going to be right there available for you in the actual course. You'll have availability to the course for a full year. I'm also going to be giving you free content to be used In your actual LinkedIn feed, you can post it right into your post. You can use this content um, to create it for articles. You can edit it as you want. It's yours. Putting it together. Because I know that one of the more difficult things for insurance agents to do is to have a consistent feed of information you're actually putting out there that's going to be valuable and relevant to the people you're connected with. And so that's going to be part of the actual course itself. So the thing is, is that you have a small amount of time in which to get it. you have this window. The question is is are you going to act? Are you actually going to do something with it? And if you are going to do something with it, do something with it quick because about every two days i'm increasing the price. It is what it is today, tomorrow or the next day it's going to probably be about another hundred bucks more expensive, and then a hundred bucks more expensive after that, a hundred bucks more expensive after that, and then I'm going to close it on January eighth, and that's it because I know that. It's going to help the people who are actually going to take action. The people who are going to implement the the information, it's going to significantly increase the amount of money that you make every single year. Yeah, it's going to cost you a few hundred dollars to get in the program. Great. You're going to be making tens of thousands if you do it right over the course of this next year. And then every year after that, and every year after that, and every year after that. And so you have to invest in yourself. You have to actually decide, is now the time in which I'm actually going to go all in on getting LinkedIn figured out and start writing business from LinkedIn? If you don't like doing cold calling, I'm telling you, you could spend all of your time just doing LinkedIn prospecting and it's going to work out really well for you. I personally don't do any cold calling. I'm done doing cold calling. I haven't done cold calling in like three or four years. LinkedIn is kind of a strategy and it just leads right into an email uh, which eventually you know takes place on a telephone call. It's on a cold call. They actually you know set it up on my calendar, and you know then the process works where you you know, kind of go from there. It's no different for you. It literally is no different for you. It can be done. It can be duplicated. It can be replicated over and over and over again if you will simply choose to implement the actual information step by step, easy to follow instructions. Twelve X your book with LinkedIn. Go to www.permissiongroup.com, and you're going to see the information on where you can actually check it out, what's included, and so forth. It's all right there, and you can even purchase the the program right there on permissiongroup.com. So I'm just going to want to encourage you. Do it. Take advantage of it. It's a very small cost. The upside is so huge. Most of your competition isn't going to be doing it. They're the ones that are going to be missing out. All of those prospects, their clients, are out there. It's just a matter of you actually getting it done and taken care of. So the question is, what will you actually do about it? You can either take action and get it done, or you can choose to just let this opportunity slip by, and then you're going to end up getting the absolute same results that you got in 2021. And if you're happy with that, great. But if you are thinking yourself you're trying to enhance you're trying to accelerate, you're trying to focus, you're trying to get motivated, you're trying to increase your book of business and you're done with the status quo that you don't want to be stuck in the rut of mediocrity any longer and you actually want to take your business to the next level that you don't want just a couple hundred thousand dollar book of business. You want to be able to build a one million dollar or more book of business and you want to be able to do it potentially even through signed broker of record letters and you want to increase your availability of, of attracting prospects who want to do business with you, then take the plunge. Take action. Go all in and begin implementing it. Because not only am I going to be helping you with your profile, not only I going to be helping you by giving you the information with your content strategy, but for those people who actually sign up for the course, I'm actually going to be your LinkedIn coach. I'm going to be able to work with you through it. I'm going to be able to help you on what you need to change, change this, do this. I'm actually going to be there working with you on a regular basis to make sure you actually get the results that you want. Go to www.permissiongroup.com and sign up for the course, 12x Your Book with LinkedIn. I can guarantee you, you're not going to be upset that you did it. You're going to be very happy and almost wish you could have done it much sooner. My name is Charles Specht. I'm the president and CEO of Permission Sales, where I teach and train insurance agents on how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast.